Vamos, vamos, Harawai te toki. Hauye, huye! Tariki is a place where people can come and where we inspire, collaborate, grow, innovate, and co-create. And everybody is welcome. Everybody who's curious to question the status quo and pursue enduring change for our people. We're here with our whānau from Healthy Families East Cape. They're doing lots of wonderful mahi across the sort of ho-water space, but um, really, you know, food sovereignty, uh, food resilience being kind of one of their key pillars um, to their mahi. Maybe just, um, yeah, if you guys could talk a little bit about the mahi that you do and um, this kaupapa around food resilience, food sovereignty. Oh, kia ora Kane. Cherish here. Um, I'm part of the Healthy Families East Cape whānau. Uh, we're a kaupapa that is all about locally led solutions to local challenges that are driven by local people. Um, and what that actually means uh, for us is how can we create healthier environments where we live, where we learn, where we work and where we play that would help to make a difference in the health and well-being of our community, of our people who live here in Tairawhiti. And we also um, cover the Apotiki and right around the coast as well. So, yeah, it's it's really trying to say, well, how might we do things differently and talk to the people who solutions are intended for to see whether or not what matters most to them and let it be driven by them. We're Ministry of Health um, funded and just want to really acknowledge the ministry for having the courage to test an approach like this that is all about community-led, community-driven uh, solutions for health. Sure. You want to add anything to that, Auntie? Oh, well, I suppose the thing is it's very much about health prevention. You know, having spent a few years in, in the health area, you see billions of dollars getting spent in primary, tertiary, secondary care, you know, where the hospitals and the doctors are. And yet we know for ourselves as whānau, we're challenged when it comes to some of those things in life about whether we're eating, the whatever we're eating, whatever we're, um, lack of exercise, all of those sort of things. I think one of the great things about Healthy Families Kaupapa is it doesn't point a finger at me because I might be a little bit overweight. It doesn't point a finger at me because something else. What it does say to me is if people around me change the environments that encourage me to do things differently and enable me to do things differently, guess what? I might actually go and do that. As a ratepayer, I always moaned about the walk, uh, the boardwalk, and yet now I walk on that boardwalk just about every morning. Build it and they will come. Change the environment, and you can entice and excite people to do something different. So, you know, I think that's a wonderful thing. COVID-19 hit, hit the world, and, you know, one of the great big things that came out of there was where's the kai? We Sakai. So, as a district and as a country, um, people were all worried. The reality of food really came to the fore. So, as Healthy Families Escape, we sort of um, Rotopiro order came out of the council and all of the, organi the, the organizations of leadership within our district. One of the key areas they identified in there was food sovereignty, food security. Um, so, we basically put our hand up as, a, as an entity and said, hey, we can ha actually help. 
gather insights around how does that impact on our whānau and our people in our district? How can we work with our people to put together some information to go to the people who are going to commit, who have committed to do a food um, sovereignty strategy for our district? So that's the reason we sort of started on our kai journey and that's the reason we love uh, working with you guys. We love meeting lots of different people and having lots of kai conversations. So, yeah. yeah. Um, one interesting um, stat that I saw this year um, and conversation out of COVID was that globally 40% of food is wasted 40% of food that is um, produced for eating is wasted. And yet during the lockdown, COVID-19 lockdown this year, one in five New Zealanders or one million people were like suffering from really severe food insecurity. And so we saw a, a spike or a, uh, an increase in people accessing food assistance from like food banks and NGOs and the like that we've never seen before in this country. And so it just sort of shone a light on a problem that's been sort of there for a while, but just it's just gone up. And so it's like forcing us to have a co- real conversation around this taonga that's called kai or food and what is it that we're going to do right now to ensure that that taonga is going to be around for our kids and for our mokopuna. Um, and what we saw today at Fishbowl was people are committed to want to work together to, on this thing called kai, this taonga. They want to do something about it. Mm-hmm. It motivated them. They're passionate about it. Yeah, you can't get more validated than that. Um, And we can, um, as a a team, you know, and members of this community, we don't, (laughs) we're not just nine to fivers. We are members, committed, driven members of this community. What could we do to hold the space for people to come together and what could we collectively do together to create some positive change, some positive impact here? Um, yeah, so Kai is just one area, but it's a really powerful one. Yeah, such such an uh, you know as we said, um, such a powerful kind of co-papa to um, to kind of bring all parts of community together and talk talk about lots of different dynamic things. So um, hey, um, thank you all for the mahi that you do because uh, it's really important kind of work and I think one of the one of the um, things we spotted very early on about um, you guys crew is that you're considering a, you can you can kind of sit in the middle and play a bit of an independent you know kind of role but just hold space for lots of different people to have you know talk about things that are really important as part of our community development Absolutely. with obviously that um, that 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 oranga lens you know to the work but it's um it, it's really helpful kind of having you guys kind of play that role to help facilitate you know lots of really um cool dynamic interesting hard challenging you know kind of yeah. conversations across different parts of the community kia ora whanau. we're here to um we've just finished our first ever fishbowl uh, event that we run as part of global entrepreneurship week here in Tairawhiti. Uh i would say it was an overwhelming success in terms of the outcomes that came through and so we've got the whānau here from Healthy Communities East Cape just to um, just to have a corridor about 
what went on and yeah just to kind of run through a bit of a debrief and um some learnings that we kind of got from the exercise how, how did you guys think it went Healthy Families East Cape. It was rather frightening at the thought of it, but it was very exciting to see so many people arrive in the door and cautiously position ourselves um, for something that was unknown and new territory for all of us. A little bit of trepidation, but a little bit of excitement as well. Just knowing that we're doing things differently was rather rather nice. Yeah, it was kind of like a... what is this thing? What is this thing called fishbowl? Um, when we were trying to um, get, you know, shoulder tap people to come along, that was probably the first thing that they asked us was, was what's fishbowl? So it was like, oh, it's just this new thing that we're trying, we're just going to give it a go um, and just see how we could, like, get some cordial flowing amongst different people who don't, wouldn't normally talk to each other and get the chance to have a cordial. So, yeah, it was really neat to um, see different people from different walks of life come in, um, come along on a Friday and have a cordial about everything kai. Um, it was really neat just to hear what came out. Awesome. Tony, do you want to tell us what what is fishbowl? How, how does it kind of work? So a fishbowl was a format that, UK and brought to us last week where um, you have a group of people in a room who are sitting around the outside so you can have 20 to 30 people you can have even more and then you have in the center of the circle about five or six seats um, whatever the co-papa is only the people inside the center of the circle can speak and then if someone wants to come in and tap out or shoulder tap someone to come in they just go in and take a seat and someone has to leave so if you have five people sitting in the circle and one spare chair someone comes and sits in and someone leaves immediately so yeah it was a really fun format really great to try it out yeah yeah, created a lot of really good dynamic kind of energy. And one of the things I really enjoyed was we did have a lot of different people kind of come and join the discussion at, at various stages. Did you guys, yeah, how, how did you guys think it went? Well, I actually thought it was just as well that we decided on the four chairs being the first time up um, so that only one chair was vacant and just to sort of midi midi people into the and entice them into the conversation circle the inner circle and I think had we gone for a bigger circle it may not have been as fluid as it was for the first time users so um, yeah for me that I thought that was that was good to do it that way and I did like the diversity of people um, that that we seem to have attracted today. Uh, so it was good. It was great to see um, some young voice, some young voices jump in, and maybe that tells us, especially me as an older person, to do things differently. That then enables um, younger people to step up at their own time and their own own pace. So I particularly like that. That that um, while the room was quite full, there was a couple of really strong young voices coming through. So thumbs up to the fishbowl. Yeah, Yeah, I think for me, uh, having grown up here in Tairawhiti, um, things have changed a lot in terms of what our community looks like now to um, when I was a kid growing up here and having moved home, there's just so much diversity. So um, growing up here was mainly like um, Māori and Pākehā whānau, but now we've got like um, different kinds of whānau who are living here and moving here. And it was neat to see that kind of um, 
it was yeah it played out today like we had the pacifica community the migrant community i think i heard a few american accents up in there um Fano from the europe yeah it was neat it was just neat to see how much we've changed yeah yeah, there was good, really good, diverse group of uh, old and young, and as you say, Tane uh, Wahine, and um, and yeah, so you know that that gives me a lot of um, hope that experimenting with the ways that we kind of pull these discussions together, that that's kind of half the trick to it, I think, is um, not only what we're having conversations about, but how yeah. we're having the conversations, and because that does really have quite an impact on who comes to the conversation, and then how they come, you know, to the conversation. As well, which is really important. Yeah, um, I think also that I think I heard it cut a lot, a lot today is that kai is a real big draw card. Food, food is a wonderful way for us to come together. So, um, and it helps to in our uh, 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 from a Maori point of view um, to fuck to make things you know feel like it's it's normal. To yeah. So, um, yeah, it was really neat to sort of see people. Um, you actually said it at the beginning too, Kane. Kai is the connector of people. So that was really um, vi- visible today. We had sector stakeholders. We had Chinese. We had rangatahi. We had the Pacific community. So all of their voices were really important and it was great to bring them all into one room and see people's mindsets change just by listening to a different perspective which is what i actually observed today too yeah so it was really good great great co probably the best one that we could have um <laughs> led out with in terms of experimenting with a different process uh you know because it is you know kai is a, a conversation that everybody can connect to but i think as we saw through the discussion is is kai also facilitates lots of good corridor about lots of other things like fano and climate change you know, and poverty and industry and technology, like lot, uh, lots of really diverse corridor, but all connected to Kaiba that helping to facilitate, you know, lots of corridor about heaps of things. Would you guys agree? As this morning showed, that's definitely what occurred. Um, and I suppose just by virtue, and especially for a person like me who talks a lot, it's wonderful to be able to be disciplined and allow and allow the process to evolve because I think when you've brought up in really big Māori families, you're either going to be one of those people who just shuts up or else you're like me and you're going racing at 100 miles an hour. So it's lovely to be able to be in an environment where you have to be disciplined in order um, so that everyone gets a fair go at, at things. So I think it's a yeah thumbs up to, um, um, to encourage the different types of the people that we are. So excellent way for um, those of us who talk too much, like myself, to be forced to listen. Kia ora. There was some really great, um, some really great corridor and questions. So one of the things that um, I think was sort of a dynamic in terms of the way that we experimented today, because uh, we saw the fishbowl sort of model that's been used in, in other countries. But one of the innovations that we brought was to actually crowdsource the questions and topics for the discussion from the people who turned up. And I think that created kind of really 
set a good tone for it, you know, being really driven by the community itself. You know, it wasn't anybody sort of leading mm. them in the discussion. It was really whoever turned up got to kind of pose the questions and, and talk about the things that they were quite interested in. And so um, we heard lots of dynamic corded or anything that in particular that stood out for for you guys today from the from the corded or I think while we're so different, I also felt we were all very similar. So um, just by virtue of sitting in that, that room together with all the difference, and I, what I felt was there's such a willingness on behalf of everybody um, to be part of painting this return to utopia and to say that, that for me was, um, I, I think I look at us as a community and I felt, wow, we've just got so much going for us um, that, um, yeah, I, I did enjoy um, being, part, being part of that, yeah. I think the willingness and the, and, the, and the openness of people's thinking, yeah. Yeah, I think what I saw from everybody um, was in the moment just going, oh, just chuck it on a piece of paper what you want to what you think we should have a quarter or about today was like but spontaneous and um and it kind of like when you um, create those moments to do that then that's where you can get some really interesting quarter or flowing um what was really cool um was I think that we all care like we actually really do care about kai we do care about food and we um what I saw today was everyone's really thoughtful about taking care of it and then um, ensuring that it's going to be around for, for generations to come. Like that came through really strongly today. But, yeah, just like seeing like how we didn't really like prepare anybody coming in to the space beforehand. It was just kind of like, oh, kia ora, no, my heart and my, grab your seat. Oh, we're just going to, you know, as we go around, there's going to be a, a, a basket going around, chuck your questions down. It was just like in the moment and that's where you kind of get the gold, like the nug golden nuggets. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it it comes back to the diversity. I remember standing there and you had a rangatahi at the table with a counsellor at the table with a beekeeper, <laughs> with a sector stakeholder, all connecting on the same level and agreeing about the kaupapa, which comes back to what you said too, Koka, about it, it actually is, we're all the same, as different as we are, we're all the same, and that was really special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the um, the diversity of participation uh, was also reflected in diversity of the questions and, and the topics. So it was from, you know, how is technology going to kind of change our food production through to um, how do we increase affordability and access to healthy kai and uh, climate change and, you know, lot, lots of sort of various kaupapa that people And thought. I suppose that is the value of the process because at the end of the day, nobody owned the questions in terms of driving for a set outcome. So it very much, um, and maybe if you have a look at how long people sat in there, it's uh, nobody left. Everybody stayed the course. So they're obviously very interested in the fact that I've got a question in there and I'm obviously going to get an opportunity to hear other people's opinions about it. Um, yeah, so that was great. But I think the other thing for me is that um, I don't think you can um, um, undervalue uh, what 
you guys have done in this environment because while you might think it's just the success of Fishbowl, the reality is you, you've got a very dynamic, moving, inviting environment. You're visibly out there on the on the um, Facebook and whatever. So people know that you've got a something really interesting, uh, something really safe. Somebody's always calling you auntie. <laughs> So, you know, the environment has been created and and that actually allows people to feel safe coming in, even though they don't know what they're coming into. Mm. And, in fact, one gentleman did come in and he did make the statement, I've gone backwards and forwards and and I've wanted to come in and today was the day that he came in. So I think creating the the environment that actually Fishbowl has capitalised on that environment. So I don't think we can underestimate that it just happened because of Fishbowl. Mm. He, he got up too, which was awesome. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, you know, the irony for me is that that's what, so that's what Healthy Families is all about. It's about changing the environments. If you change the environments, then you create better outcomes for, the, for people. And I think that was very representative of that. Lots of kōrero uh, today about um, obviously growing, kai, going sort of back to, you know, tradition, going back to kind of old school sort of ways of living, um, growing your own food, preserving, sharing kai, you know, lots of those sort of really old world principles that um, lots of our participants kind of brought in their kōrero today, which was um, really powerful. Yeah, like it kind of like it was an opportunity for everyone to be quite nostalgic around sharing what they've what what matters most and what they care about and um, how at the end of the day we're so generous and we're wanting to give and through giving like then it encourages more giving. Um, yeah, it was lovely to hear people sharing their favourite memories <laughs> associated with kai or with food. Like growing up here in Tairawhiti, we still practice a lot of those um, tikanga or, or um, uh, practices around kai like uh, if you've gone for a fish or a dive or you've got some puha or watercress, that you would share that abundance or share that kai with your loved ones. And um, I feel like that that's still like a strength of ours today. And, yeah, it came through really strongly. And that um, what I learned was that it's not just unique to Māori, <laughs> that there are so many other people who share in that same um, that same value of wanting to be uh, caring and generous and sharing what you have, yeah. You were heard from the um, one of the participants who uh, was talking about her Chinese culture and, um, yeah, sort of saying when they eat the fish, they always leave one portion, you know, for um, to, to kind of give back as an offering that will bring prosperity and, and, and thinking, yeah, we've got very similar tikanga, yeah. you know, in terms of going fishing and offering the first, first back, uh, you know, to Tangaroa. And so you see those... Um, uh, I think when when you can create these environments where people get to kind of bring those stories and their culture and share it with others, um, you know, it creates that that bond. That that's kind of what real community mm. looks like. Eh, mm. Is when you kind of get to sort of share um, those different parts of culture, and when you can see the the alignment and it gels together, um, that sort of makes you kind of start sticking and gluing together a little bit more, yeah. which was kind of you know really on showcase today. I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, Favourite st- standout moment um, of, of, of the quarter. Well, mine was um, once we're gardeners. 
Um, I thought that was so poignant in terms of the corridor, but like in terms of um, also for me um, reframing the narrative, you know, and that kind of once we're warriors kind of story. But, um, you know, for us as Māori people, actually, you know, once we're gardeners, yeah, katikati na korero. Um, but highlights and standouts for. I, I love the conversation about the person, the teacher who talked about um, teaching her l- language and not uh, tying it up to food. And yet, after a period of time, um, she realized the, um, the value add to the learner um, to be able to do that. So, that was, I thought that was really awesome. Um, and it just sort of, yeah, to be able to see food in action to change um, how one might educate young minds. Um, My favourite moment was watching the ones who would normally be really shy and wouldn't get up at all towards the end there feeling comfortable enough to grab the seat. Like um, the standout for me was the, um, the matua with the dreads. Like he literally just walked in off the street and I thought, oh, he'll probably be fucking man. He'll just want to watch. I love that he got up and he shared his um, his story or his corridor. And that's the difference of doing something like this, like fishbowl, where you just make people feel really comfortable enough to want to just grab a seat. So, yeah, that was probably a really powerful moment that I saw. Cooker Ag stole my favourite moment. <laughs> um, but... Um, my second favourite moment was um, must have been. I'm making an assumption. I'm saying it must have been her question. But when one question was read out, and the rangatahi was sitting there, really quiet, and this girl, she jumped up out of her seat, come and swap seats with someone in the centre, and I thought, oh, that is just so special. Um, that was a really powerful moment for me too. They wanted to be a part of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, um, again, in terms of the, the the design of, you know, you have to come and take the chair, mm. um, you know, to and, and I guess own the space to, to, to kind of lend your voice to the conversation um, actually worked really well in particular with our rangatahi. Mm. Uh, that was something that I really observed and you could kind of see you could kind of see the questions and the topics that were really resonating with them and then, you know, that that uh, that power that makes them get up out of the chair and kind of take the space, which is, you know, that, that's quite a big thing, especially for, you know, we know how whakama some of our young ones can kind of be, especially in public spaces. Um, but to see them kind of coming forward was a real, real highlight. I think one of the other things I really loved about the environment was that, um, you know, I always say I don't necessarily um, hear or see, but I feel. And so that um, there was a whole lot to sort of feel within that conversation, within that session. Um, and so that always, to me, that's always about people being having, people having a willingness to share a little part of themselves because the normal ways we interact doesn't necessarily provide for the true giving of yourself in, in, in the in the discussions, they can be very um, process-driven. So here's the topic, let's talk and let's do. So people don't necessarily um, give forth a little bit of themselves, whereas in today's conversations, I felt, um, I felt a lot more. 
of of people. I also think it's great to have different levels of agitators, and you know um, that actually. Uh, and then it also it was great to have different levels of expertise. You could see, you could hear people's different levels of expertise in different areas that then actually helps stimulate further further thinking. So that was. Um, yeah, that was that was really enjoyable. Mm. I think how it's set up with just how we chose to do it was was just having the four chairs in the middle and everyone listening was creating the space for a more intimate conversation mm. that you could um, just be having a corridor with two or three other members of the community. And because sometimes these things, when they um, roll out with using other kinds of methods, is if it's done in a, a, a larger group that sometimes you don't get to have those intimate conversations around things and building off of each other's um, ideas or fakaro. So I thought it re- worked really well, mm. just like keeping it to a small number and just letting them sort of like have that more intimate conversation because of the size of the group. Yeah, and then for the everyone else around the outside of the circle listening in, you got to sort of... Um, be a spectator of that intimate conversation and you chose whether or not you wanted to build off someone else's idea and then go into the uh, to the middle circle to have a corridor and then hey but based off what triggered you inspired you motivated you to, to move out of your chair uh yeah I, I really liked I liked testing it today it was really neat to see it sort of like in in action and you did you did see people move out of their chairs with whatever it sparked that um that light bulb or that moment to go oh I want to have something to say about that (laughs) I think also what it really showed was um it's an uncontrolled conversation Whereas sometimes when you watch interviews and you see people, you know, question, answer, question, answer, you don't, um, you know, you sort of feel, oh, there's a little bit of a pre, a bit of order to this. Whereas the fishbowl process is really, it just evolves and you don't really quite know where it's going to go. So that in itself brings a different level of um, honesty and um, the favourite word of authenticity to the conversation. So and, and that can actually be quite scary. So I suppose in some ways we were all rather respectful um, and that um, the timing, having a timekeeper was fantastic. Otherwise, once again, people like myself – um, you know, so keeping to the keeping to the time, and we were really disciplined, much to my disdain. Um, but those sorts of things help, you know. Even though I was a bit naughty every now and again, but um, yeah, I, I think the <laughs> timing is fantastic. The sense of fluidness, but structure, actually works. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, again, I thought it struck a really good kind of balance between um, enough process to kind of keep yeah. the conversation really moving along and covering quite a bit of territory in the time that we sort of had, but um, but loose and dynamic and, you know, people in and out. So it kind of had, had lots of those ingredients. One, one thing you know, I kind of was looking for and we sort of talked about 
with um, creating a little bit of debate and kind of robustness. And we didn't see that much of it today. Um, and, and kind of one thing that I'm thinking about is, is if you added more chairs and had a bigger group, would it stimulate kind of more a, more of a sort of almost debate tone as opposed to kind of building off of ideas? So it's quite hard to debate mm. just two other people. But if it was a sort of table of five, then you perhaps get some diversity of viewpoints um, so those are sort of mm. some of the things that kind of make me think if we if we experimented more with it and changed how many sort of seats at the table, would would you get sort of more of that sort of I don't sort of agree with you or you know I I, I have something different. Maybe maybe if people get a bit used to the process of the fishbowl, you'd get a bit more interactors. I mean, I personally I made a few comments that I thought would help stimulate different thinking, um, <laughs> you know, purposefully. Great to have, a, um, you know, a little bit of agitation to help, um, yeah, help the waves move a little bit. Um, but I could see as we were getting to the end, there was a desire for a lot more people to want to get up. So ultimately, you know, you see something new, a little bit of fear, a little bit of excitement. Next time around, I reckon any one of um, the participants in the outer circle who did not quite get the courage to jump into the inner circle, I'd have no doubt that next time they ever sat in a fishbowl, they'll be jumping at the bit to get in that inner circle. And it would be interesting to have a play with a few more chairs on a, on a, on a topic. Yeah, because you don't know unless you try it. Mm. Yeah, one big experiment. Huh? <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I was almost like wanting a, like, <laughs> I wanted to see a little bit of, like, drama unfold. <laughs> <laughs> and I was almost like, because, I yeah, I was taking photos and videos, but I almost wanted to be like Corker and just be that little bit of that provocateur. <laughs> <laughs> and just put it out there, be the bit of a devil's advocate in the middle and just go, yeah, but what if blah, 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 or that would only happen if blah, 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 and just see how, like, try and get some more, like, gutsy, meatier corridor um, out of everybody. But maybe that's something that we could, like, try and if we were going to do it again. Hey, we I, I heard I heard somebody call for civil unrest. I, oh. thought, I, I thought that was rather dynamic for a group yeah. of, of yeah. people. Yeah. And I, and I think like I said before, I think we were all rather cautiously um respectful of um and that's probably something I I took away f- uh, from being a very active participant in the process is that it was new. Um, and yeah, very much aware of the need to, um, yeah, just test where it goes and how it goes. Cause yeah. I, I, for me, I felt that, um, I didn't want to be my normal outrageous, too outrageous of self, um, because it's something you want to entice people into yeah. feeling safe about participating. And yeah. then, and then also, going out and talking to their whānau about, hey, look, there was this great new way that I, I, I was at and we and they did this and it's like, wow. And whereas if we went out there and had too big a free-for-all first time up, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. You know, it's two sides to the coin. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's right. People have got to enjoy it, eh? Yes. Yeah, yeah to be able to sell the, the you know, hey, man, this is a great way to do things. In yeah. fact, it reminds me of me and our family once upon a time. We actually always fight with each other. So we actually said, here's the broom. You can't talk unless you have the broom. And, you know, that, it was amazing. Some, think it's something as simple as holding a symbol, you wait your turn. <laughs> yeah, 
it. Like I think you said what it you before, Kane, when um, you before everyone got into it was it was an opportunity for people to listen. And I, what did you say the other day? You said something about oh, use less, um, use your tartinga muscles. <laughs> so um, I I definitely saw that play out today. Is that fishbowl? create a, a space or an environment for people to talk less and listen more because it is like a fishbowl, like a fish tank, like you're looking in. <laughs> you're looking into a corded or intimate conversation amongst a small group of people, like you're the fly on the wall. Um, yeah. Yeah, on reflecting from my point of view, I think um, we went straight into the deep level questions and and I think it would have been nice to maybe do some awesome to have more chairs in the centre, but maybe some icebreaker questions, you know, like KFC or McDonald's and why? Because then that will create a debate or all blacks or wallabies, <laughs> you know, create some fights. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. And then get them comfortable with having those debates. But um, it's funny you say that because I saw every time someone stood up and got out of their chair and went into and I was like, oh, they want to have their say. They want to have their debate with what someone's just said. So, yeah, yeah, just saying I agree. <laughs> what were our, um, yeah, you know, just building off of that, um, key learnings from today, um, thinking about next time, what are those kind of key things we observed and saw felt um that going into the next one we sort of perhaps can switch up and you know kind of take into the next one i love the high energy physical start i thought that was fantastic uh, made us all laugh at, at each other and with ourselves and 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 that so that was really lovely just to a uh, group of strangers together to do something so physical in such a small space and so that was lovely bit of an icebreaker in terms of the physicalness of that um, yes. What could we do next time? Next time? I guess one for me is um, I always think with these things that um, you, you're trying to make them as organic mm. and authentic and natural as they possibly can be, but you also have to do a little bit of engineering for some of these types of, um, you know, these, these types of processes to kind of really work well. I think... Um, so, so one when I think of the questions and the topics, like I think um, on on the one hand, it's really great to kind of empower the the participants to kind of really own and drive that agenda. Um, and so, it's not about kind of railroading and taking ownership and driving the questions, but to kind of help stimulate some of the conversation. Perhaps a couple of of sort of almost curlier questions that. Perhaps people aren't going to think of naturally, but just, you know, in terms of, you know, sort of once they're warmed up and getting into it and the, everybody's feeling like it's a safe space, perhaps just throw a couple of coolies in there and just sort of see how it goes. Um, and, and, and they're probably asking the same things as what people want to talk about, but ask them in really direct or almost quite sort of devil's advocate kind of ways to sort of trigger a, a, a sort of animated response almost. Perhaps. I don't know. Yeah, agree. Agree totally. Um, that and it just gets people ticking away a little bit more. Like if you yeah, so I'd agree. Definitely just giving it a go of chucking in a couple of curly questions. And curly people. <laughs> yeah. Um I love you, Hoga, but yeah, having you in the room is always a great you're a great provocateur. So just having those curly people in the room um, that create those conversations too. Curly questions, curly people. 
<laughs> Lots of curly curly. Uh, um, yeah, just sort of any any other kind of um, learnings. What about in terms of like um, the time? Was it long enough, short enough, too fast, too slow? I wanted more. <laughs> um, I had to leave early and I was so gutted. I just wanted to stay. But I think um, we did 10 till 12 and we started around 10.30. You could almost do a morning and because it's such an interactive process, you can have, you know, you could, we had Kai there, which was amazing, and allow people to get up and move around and um, be a part of the conversation. Yeah. So maybe more time, yeah. There's also something about um, short, sharp, and sweet. Yeah. I, 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 I suppose for me, I, I love the short, sharp, and sweetness of it. I'd probably be thinking, how do we capture some of those thoughts, and where do they go to? Um, so that people can actually think, wow, we, you know, this is some of the stuff we said and wow, where's it going? What's it going to happen with it? Kind of stuff, feedback, um, yeah. How do we how do we build on on that? Yeah, so one of one of the things that we haven't yet talked about is um we had a visual note taker today just kind of capturing some of that corridor and um but but instead of just although we did have somebody taking minutes and just kind of writing notes, but we also had somebody just capturing some of that corridor in a visual kind mm. of art piece that um you know can now be put up and be a reminder to us of um of that time and space and the corridor and ideas um but as we kind of closed off with is um is it be a force for pushing us to action um because can't do the hui and just leave yes. it at that it has to kind of translate into some kind of, you know, or manifest in some kind of way as, and turn up. Um, otherwise, it's a lot of great corridor that, that goes nowhere. You know, one of the things um, I'd look at is like having a counsellor present today is really fantastic. Be really great if some of our, our people and some of our very influential organisers were able to take part in some of these very exciting and different processes that are out there because then you bring a, a different um, thinking into the way you do your work in your workspaces. Um, so, yes, I would be encouraging some of my acquaintances and um, relations um, to sort of just get out of our comfort zones a little bit and go and try and do things a little bit differently. Because I remember when I went to the startup weekend um, the other year, I really had... I didn't have one entrepreneurial idea in my bones, um, but I pushed myself purely to look at it as, as a professional development opportunity because it was something different. And I suppose when I see some of the stuff that happens around here and, and some of the stuff in healthy families, it's really having the courage to do things differently. And, um, yeah, so I, I'm just thinking for some of the action that I might do after today is is to try and influence some of my um, some of my peeps to step into these little places and um, think about how we, we might have some gymnastics of our mind. Beautiful. Hey, um, I thought it was beautiful corridor today that, um, yeah, so many different voices kind of shared. Um, as you say, there's um, there's now an opportunity to keep experimenting with um, with with this fishbowl kind of process, and now it's another tool in our kitty. Mm. 
you know, it won't work for every conversation. No. Um, but it's cool that we can start adding new tools, you know, to our to our community toolbox of different ways we can have different dynamic sort of mm. conversations. And we've talked about sort of kai and kōrero and then you've got this one and, you know, there's lots of sort of different ways and methods. And so I think as we kind of continue to to build more tools, then, then we start having um, – more powerful, dynamic, sort of different types of conversations that, you know, can kind of turn up in lots of different ways. Kia You know, we're, we're really happy as um, as Taiki to work with um, with you guys and look forward to um, lots and lots of um, more partnership and ongoing kind of mahi together. Kia ora. So do we. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> kia ora ra kia koutou. Kia ora. Mauri ora. Oh, one last bit. Whanau, whanau, haramai te toki, haumie, huie, taikie. Kia This was the Taikie podcast. Thank you for joining us this time around and make sure to keep tuned to hear more of our impactful stories. You can follow us on Facebook on Taikie and you can find all of these stories on Spotify, Anchor.fm and any of the other podcasting apps that you might use. Thank you and we'll see you next time.